Hi, this is Tony Lloyd. Interviewing people for many years has made me realize that everyone has a life story to tell. Be they sad, amazing, or even inspirational, I want to bring as many human stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. Human Stories with Tony Lloyd. Jim Boyden, thank you very much for joining me on Human Stories. Hello, thank you. You're welcome. Now, um, Jim, you're, um, I'm going to talk to you about the Army Cadet Force. Um, but I'd like to rewind the clock, uh, if we can, back to your childhood, which, now looking at you, wasn't all that long ago, was it, really? Um, and, and and find out, you know, because you were a cadet in the ACF, and I wanted to know um, what led up to, to you joining the ACF. Okay. Well, I think I think my story is, uh, is, is probably quite typical, actually. Um, I was a young lad. Uh, I, was, I was a teenager. Um, and in common with a lot of teenagers, there wasn't really a lot of focus. Um, you know, there was school, obviously. Um, there was a bit of sport. Um, but I think a lot of it was uh, trying to find something that would challenge me um, a, a little bit more. Um, during my early teenage years, I did get into a fair bit of trouble um, as a youngster. Um, a, lot of, a couple of scrapes with the police, um, a lot of angry parents shouting at me. Um, and it, I think my father felt that uh, I just needed something that had a bit more structure, and a bit more discipline uh, that I couldn't get you know, in sort of the normal clubs uh, and, and in school. So was it his idea, your father's idea to join the cadets? It was, it was. So uh, my, my father has always worked uh, in, uh, in, in a, in disciplined organisations. Um, he did a long time in the Royal Navy and saw a lot of the world. Uh, and then he joined the fire brigade. He joined East Sussex Fire Brigade uh, after, after that. Um, so he knew the value um, of a uniform discipline organisation, what that could that, what that could do for young men. Um, so it was his suggestion, um, and much to his annoyance, I didn't choose the sea cadets, uh, but rather chose the army cadets because uh, I do get a bit seasick. <laughs> okay. I was talking to um, a sea cadet a few years ago, and I said, well, can you swim? No. <laughs> so, well, that might be a problem. Okay, um, so you joined the cadets, and how did you get on your first day, if you can remember that? Oh, my first day was absolutely incredible. Um, I was uh, I was taken along to the local drill hall, um, as, as it was at the time, um, and that was uh, a detachment in Hove, which was closest to where my parents lived. Um, it, was a, it was a really evocative old building. It was one of those old World War II built buildings. Uh, uh, built uh, constructions. Um, it had an old gun shed in it. Uh, it had a 2 2 tube range in it. Um, and it was essentially built uh, as, a, as a mini army unit almost. And over the years, the army had moved out um, and the army cadet force had moved in. Um, and it was incredible. There was, uh, as I say, there was, there was loads of facilities there. Um, there was a group of young minded, uh, like minded young men, young men uh, and women there at the time. Um, there was an incredibly dedicated uh, staff in there, um, and the attachment commander is still going strong in the Army Cadet Force many years later. Wow. Um, and I was essentially bundled in. Uh, I was asked what my reasons for joining the Army Cadet Force were. Um, I said I was interested in the Army, which, uh, which I was, and still am. Um, at which point I was promptly given a set of coveralls uh, and a deactivated Lee Enfield rifle uh, and told to join in with everybody else. Fantastic. Well, at that point, was there any um, thoughts about joining, say, the Scouts? I know you mentioned uh, the Sea Cadets, but uh, were there any other options open to you, or was it always going to have to be the Army? I think for a young person's interest in the military, it's always got to be something like the Army Cadet Force. Um, 
the the real selling point of the Army Cadet Force over other youth organisations is that it has that element of realism in it, um, and it has that little taste um, of what military service could be like. Um, and I think any other youth group has uh, you know, all youth groups are fantastic. They all offer a, a wide variety of activities, um, but the key unique selling point of the Army Cadet Force is is that realistic uh, realistic point that it offers. And how old were you? Were you, uh, you know, as, as as young as you could be, if you see what I mean, uh, 12, 13 at the time? No, I wasn't actually. I, I didn't actually join the Army Cadet Force until I was 14, nearly 15, actually, at the time. Um, and that's because at the time, the Army Cadet Force was one of the best kept secrets in the UK. Yeah. It was uh, widely advertised. There wasn't um, a national advertising campaign like we enjoy these days. It was very much word of mouth. Um, and with the security situation at the time, you know, people were deliberately not wearing uniform on the streets um, and keeping themselves tucked away, you know, uh, in, in their detachments. Um, so it was only through the diligence and research of my, my father that he found out that they existed. Absolutely. And did you want to um, always join the army um, after cadets? No, actually. Initially, um, when I was a young man, I I had the idea of discipline service in my mind um, and I thought about something like the police, uh, which soon went after I had some encounters with them as a teenager. Um, I did I did consider becoming a journalist for a while, actually, um, because I quite liked the idea of running around and pointing microphones in people's faces. Um, but I think probably after about six months in the Army Cadet Force, a uh, career in the military was, uh, was absolutely sold to me. I thought it was an absolutely fantastic idea. What benefits do you think um, has being in the cadets made to your life? I mean, how, how has that improved your life and uh, looking forwards from that uh, from that young man's perspective? Uh, I think the first thing it gave me is that it did definitely give me that sense of discipline. Um, not only that externally imposed discipline um, of, uh, of the sort of seniors uh, and older cadets, um, giving you some instruction on what to do, uh, but also that sense of self-discipline. Um, it gives you a real sense of, sense of self-worth if you can take something like a military uniform um, and turn uh, and, and produce some smart turnout um, off the back of that, which obviously translates well into a life skill of you know, making sure you're well-dressed for interviews and professional work in later life. Um, it gave me a real sense of teamwork because up until that point, uh, schools generally gave me a small sense of teamwork through sport um, and through the occasional group project. But until that point, I'd never really worked in something in, in, in a team as large as the Army Cadet Force because you suddenly understand, actually, it's not just about your detachment. It's about the wider team, the other cadets that are in your area or in your company. Um, and ultimately, when you get together as a camp and, uh, and go as a county, you understand that you're part of a huge machine. And that machine relies on everybody doing their part um, and doing the right thing. And how high up the, the rank structure did you get as a cadet? Oh, unfortunately, I, I, I aged out quite quickly. I joined quite late mm. um, and I left early to join the army. Um, so I became a three-star cadet corporal at the time, uh, which I was very pleased with. Mm. Uh, the, the old joke in the military is corporal is the best rank because you can uh, you, you are senior enough to avoid the terrible jobs, but not too, uh, but, but not too junior to, um, to, to get all the terrible jobs. Yeah. Um, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, and you know, if I joined a little earlier, I would have stayed a little longer. Okay, that's great. So um, at 18 then, were you when you joined the army? No, I, jo I joined uh, I joined at 17 initially. Uh, and initially I joined uh, what was the Territorial Army at the time, uh, which is now the Army Reserve. Um, I had started um, sixth form at school. 
my friends were all getting Saturday jobs in Woolworths uh, or uh, in, in other shops. Uh, and I thought, actually, there's probably got to be a better way to make money than, uh, than standing in a shop. Um, at the time, my cadet unit had a really good working relationship with uh, the local Army Reserve unit. So for me, it seemed like a natural progression to want to move from there, uh, from, from the Army Cadet Force, into, uh, into the Army Reserve. Um, so I did, uh, and was thrilled to be earning money for essentially the same thing that I've been doing in the Army Cadet Force. Mm, and having fun. Absolutely. And did you get deployed anywhere while you were in the uh, TA? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I, only, I only stayed for a couple of years uh, while I completed my education at school. Um, and then from there, again, the natural the natural um, evolution seemed to be to go into the army full time, um, which I very promptly did, uh, much to the disappointment of my family who wanted me to go to university. Uh, but I felt that it was more beneficial to me to, uh, to actually get some experiences, some life experiences. Um, than it would be for another four years of education. Okay, so how old were you went into the regulars? Uh, so I was twenty when I joined the I joined the regular army, um, and at the time I thought that was relatively quite old because when I turned up on day one of training, I had seventeen uh, year olds, uh, and it was noticeable you know, how how much younger they were in those three years. Although I was I wasn't the oldest by a long shot. I think uh, I had a Geordie minor in my platoon who was twenty six, which I think was the maximum age you could join at that time. And what, re- what regiment did you join? Uh, so I joined uh, the Royal Corps of Signals, which is the Army's IT and communications branch. Um, I've always had a fascination with communication. For me, it's really important to understand um, how people connect. Um, and I understand that actually people, regardless of whether in the military or in normal daily life, people need information in order to make the correct decisions, to make balanced decisions. Um, and for me, I felt that was a really worthwhile task, um, being able to pass information in the right manner to the right people so they could do their day-to-day jobs correctly. You're listening to Human Stories with me, Tony Lloyd. This time I'm talking to Jim Boyden about his fascinating military career and the Army Cadets. And where did you end up when you were in the regulars? He served abroad? Yes, I was was really fortunate, actually. Um, I initially joined uh, as a uh, a non-commissioned officer. Um, I started out at an RAF station uh, in, in Lincolnshire, which wasn't quite what was advertised on the tin. It was very static work, um, a little boring, uh, but made up for it by uh, a large amount of women in the Air Force, which uh, when you're a young man is always uh, always a bit of a bonus. Um, And I was lucky enough to serve um, in London as part of the bomb disposal unit, um, giving support to the Royal Logistics Corps, um, who are responsible in the British Army for disposing of improvised explosive devices. and I was lucky enough to spend three years there, uh, working closely with them, uh, providing support to them and deploying with them to Northern Ireland, uh, where I deployed for three tours um, and uh, was lucky enough to do some very exciting work. I can imagine. And I can also imagine that you can't talk about that very exciting work terribly much. But have you got any um, any uh, anecdotal stories or any funny stories you can tell us about uh, your time serving in the army? Uh, I probably have, but very few of them are actually suitable for broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me later. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, and so um, then what happened then? You, you, you went all over the place and you went to yes. Afghanistan, didn't you, I think? 
yes. Yeah, so it was just as I was coming to the end of my time um, supporting a bomb disposal regiment, that so I thought, yeah, I, I need I need a new challenge because when you're when you're when you've been working in that kind of environment for so long, um, the thought of going back to uh, a sort of mainstream army unit and just uh, just pottering around delivering messages didn't quite excite you in the same way that maybe it once did. Um, so I went and sat down with my troop commander, who at the time was a Royal Logistics Corps officer. Um, and he said, well, you seem like a bright chap. Have, have you thought about commissioning? Um, firstly, I was stunned that he thought I was a bright chap because um, <laughs> probably how I describe myself. Um, but I thought, yeah, that, that sounds like the kind of thing I should do. I should give it a go. Um, so I filled out filled out the form you know, in, in the military. There is a form for pretty much everything. Yeah. Uh, filled out the right form, uh, sent it off, uh, and was invited to come on an assessment board. Um once I'd done that, uh, I was—I uh, I found that I'd passed assessment, much to my uh, much to my amazement uh, and continuing horror. Uh, and I found myself turning up at the gates of the Royal Military Academy, Sandhurst, for the year-long commissioning course. Fantastic! Uh, at this point, can you remember if your uh, cadet training had benefited you for what you were doing at that point? Absolutely. One of the great things about the Army Cadet Force is it, it opens up your horizons and exposes you to a world that's maybe beyond just your immediate family, your immediate friends and your immediate hometown. Um, and one of the things that I really enjoyed about the Army Cadet Force was that I could, I've met people um, from, from across, across the UK at various times. You'd have uh, cadets that had moved from other parts of the UK. Uh, you'd go on national courses and meet cadets from different counties. Um, so you understood that there was a whole world uh, out, outside of your immediate sphere. Um, so it was quite nice to see that when I turned up at Sandhurst, there was a complete mixture of people um, that were turning up for training through people that had never even seen the military before and had just joined um, because they thought it might be a good adventure, through to uh, overseas students who have been sent by their respective governments for some military training. Uh, we had Omanis, uh, we had people from Kazakhstan, uh, we had people from the Commonwealth and Australia, um, and we all came together in this enormous melting pot. Um, and one of the things the Army Cadet Force taught me is that military training is a great leveller. It doesn't matter how clever you are, how daft you are, how strong you are, you're all facing the same challenge together. And that really helped. What would you say to somebody thinking about getting commissioned? Uh, Don't I would do certainly it. Say to- <laughs> 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 no, I, 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 would, I would say absolutely, uh, absolutely go and do it. Um, but do, please do it for the right reasons. Um, the Army Sergeant Major, um, who I follow on Twitter, gave a very good account uh, last week where he said, you know, use whatever rank you have for the benefit of your subordinates. Um, and that's an absolute truism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's something that I've, all, I've always taken on board. Um, now that I've left the Army and rejoined the Army Cadet Force, um, I find myself um, at, a, at a relatively senior rank. Um, but I've always tried to use that rank for the benefit of the cadets um, and the other instructors as best that I can do. Okay, which leads me neatly on to uh, the fact that you came out of the Army and um, have gone back to the ACF as an instructor. Um, wh- why did you want to do that? Well, there, there, there are two main reasons. For, uh, firstly, um, I was very conscious that I had, I had essentially a debt that needed to be repaid. Um, you know, I got put on the right path in life through the Army Cadet Force and through the efforts of the officers and the adult instructors uh, that gave up their time to help me. Um, so I was really conscious of the fact um, that I needed to repay that in some way um, and try and help out other other young people that might be in the same boat. 
the second reason was that when I left the army, I had about a thousand tons worth of military equipment in my garage, and I was too mean to throw any of it away. So I thought I would repurpose it for the benefit of the army cadet force. Fantastic. What would you say to somebody else who's thinking about um, coming out of the army, or maybe they're coming out of the army? You don't want to force people out of the army, but people who are naturally coming out, retiring. What would you say to them about uh, helping the ACF? Uh, I would firstly, I would say absolutely do it. Um, but please recognise that actually this is not the army. Um, and even though it might look very similar and it might feel broadly similar, uh, the food is the same terrible standard wherever you go uh, in the military. Um, but um, please recognise that it's not. You know, the, the, the aim of the Army Cadet Force is not some pre-service organisation. It's not basic training um, for, uh, for, for children or anything like that. Uh, the idea is, is to use military training as a framework to develop that young person, to give them that confidence, to give them those life skills and self-discipline going forward. Do you think that your experiences in the regular Army uh, helps you now as um, a cadet instructor? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that uh, towards the end of my time in the army, um, I ended up becoming quite heavily involved in areas of policy and process. Um, and one of the one of the strengths I've been able to bring to the team is an understanding of how um, the military works and how the military thinks. Um, and if you, as an instructor, had spent a lot of time in a civilian environment, maybe with different practices, uh, different methods of getting things done you might find trying to affect change in the army cadet force quite difficult um, because of the nature of military bureaucracy. Um, because I actually have a, a background in that through my service, I've been able to help people understand how to affect change um, and how to understand why things have happened um, in the organisation when changes are made. How do you think that your uh, current experiences help you in your civilian job? Uh I think, firstly, the fact that when you've served in the military um, and you've had a couple of tough times, um, and physically tough times, you know, sort of sat, sat in the cold and the dark and the wet, um, you will forever be grateful for the fact that you are instead being paid to sit in a warm office. Um, I think that gives you a real sense of perspective. Um, and I know that no matter what a civilian job might throw at me, um, it will never be as bad as, uh, as being rained on for the eighth time that day um, in, in minus temperatures. Um, so it does give you a sense of perspective when other people are panicking about uh, about what can seem quite arbitrary things. Um, you're able to bring a more pragmatic, level-headed approach to it and say, okay, um, no one's going to die, everyone's going to get paid, everyone's going to home sleep in a bed tonight, um, let's solve this in the most practical way we can. Okay, that's fantastic. Uh, what would you say to um, a young person who may be listening to this, who's, uh, say, 12, 13, 14, as you, as you were when you joined? What would you say to them if they're humming and harring and trying to decide whether to join the Army Cadets or not? Well, to that young person, I would say you only miss the shots that you don't take. Um, and this is one that is definitely worth a shot. Um, you can go along to your local detachment. Um, you can find information about it on the internet. Um, and there is absolutely no obligation whatsoever um, to join. And, that, and there's no obligation indeed to go on and, and serve in the military. Um, that's not a requirement at all. I remember when I joined, probably the scariest thing I had to do uh, was walking through the door of that detachment to begin with, because that's the bit that you don't understand. Um, but I would say embrace that challenge. Um, go in there. Give a good account of yourself as to why you're interested in the Army Cadet Force, and they will absolutely do the rest for you. 
And you've obviously, as we've just heard, uh, your fascinating story about your military career. How about an adult who may be thinking about joining the ACF as an instructor but hasn't got any military experience? I would say I would say you should absolutely go uh, and give it a go. Um, the Army Cadet Force is fantastic for broadening the experiences of not just cadets but also the adults that want to join as well. Um, certainly now the Army Cadet Force is extremely good at recognising the training that they offer um, to the adult instructors. It's accredited to uh, civilian qualifications, so you could uh, you could effectively gain extra qualifications by volunteering with the cadet forces. Um, it gives you uh, a broader understanding of how things work, um, certainly in a military context. Um, it gives you experience in leadership and management, which are really important, as well as a plethora of other things which may or may not come in handy uh, for your civilian life. There might be the opportunity to get an extra driving qualification. There might be the opportunity um, to undertake some extra courses. Uh, all of those can be incredibly useful to someone that wants to develop themselves uh, as a leader and as a role model. Fantastic. How do people find out more? Um, the, the Army Cadet website. Absolutely. Yep. Go straight to the uh, Army Cadet Force website. Uh, if you Google Army Cadets, uh, it's one of the first hits on there. Um, and on there, it will ask you some very basic questions, who you are, where you live, uh, and it'll give you some contact details of your local of your local um, Army Cadet Force county. Um, that will then uh, that will then be sent on to uh, someone that's responsible for recruiting, which is someone like me at the moment in Sussex Army Cadet Force. Um, and we'll arrange a time to come and have a chat with you, uh, give you a bit of background about the organisation, find out what your motivations are for wanting to help young people, uh, and again, we'll take it from there. Jim, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much. It's been fascinating to hear about your, your life or part of your life anyway. And thank you very much for talking to us at Human Stories. You're welcome, Tony. Thank you. Human Stories is a free podcast with no fees paid to contributors in the hope that they'll somehow inspire and help other people. Get in touch if you've got a story to tell. If you or your organisation would like a professional podcast series to get your message across, contact me to chat about the very reasonable costs involved. Human Stories with Tony Lloyd.